Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, he has squished the quaff. The quaff can never be squished. No, you just you just did. You squished it. Just roll the intro. Okay. Let's go home. Hey guys, welcome back to Wild Till Nine, our weekly podcast. Stop, drop, roll, and rate zipod. Um, guys, we had a hundred thousand subscribers on the uh, YouTube channel. No, we didn't. They did. They did. Yeah, Y'all yeah. did. I guess. I mean, I probably. Had... Uh, well, uh, no, I'm a part of that. I, my main channel subscribed. I'm actually um, in charge of about ninety-two thousand of the fake accounts that I, oh, I created just I to make it seem like the we had a hundred thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. there's okay. actually only like ten real listeners. Everybody else are bots. Oh shit! Well, one's my mom. One's, one's my, my mom. Main well, my, my mom doesn't listen. No, I know yeah. your mom doesn't listen. She has no interest in this shit. <sighs> I wonder if YouTube still does those like little hundred thousand uh, subscriber plaques. That'd I want cute. one. If so, yeah, me too. Also, guys, you have one. Um, yeah, no, I know, but I want one for the Wild to Nine channel. It's a new channel. I'm not gonna lie. I think they discontinued them. I think too many channels hit a hundred thousand, and they were like, "Oh shit, we can't commit to this." Because my vlog channel, uh, the new one, went past a hundred thousand, and I never got like the option or the notification. So maybe we should have a look. Anyways, um, uh, <laughs> welcome to the pod. Uh, also, small update. Actually, a couple things. One, um, merch is happening. It's yo, uh, don't give away that I shit. I just want to get no. people excited because no. it's so cute. No, it's so merch, cute. Merch might happen. Merch might merch happen. happen if if it's supposed to happen. Merch will happen if it's supposed to happen. Um, and also exciting thing number two is that I hate the background. I'm gonna rip it all down and tear it out and do another one soon. <laughs> 
you know what? You got so mad at me for itching my face on the microphone and here you are doing it. What the fuck, Jeremy? It feels so nice. I know. I know. I feel like my face is scratching you, it more. You always yeah. get mad at me for rubbing my nose on it. Yeah, because you have makeup on. That's okay. I'm the only one that, oh, there, <laughs> there's literally some orange fuzzies on here. That's for sure my makeup on the fuzzies. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Anyways, I've got some really <laughs> cute plans for our new pod background. That yeah, I'm it's been very 11 whole episodes. So it's 13, a r- 13. It's been 13 episodes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's 13 weeks. Totally. That's <laughs> that's not long at all. Is that, that's so bad. Like if we, can it's you imagine so like Jimmy Kimmel flipping his set every 13 fucking episodes? I know. You know what? I rushed. I, I, I um, rushed on this one and I don't like it anymore. Lauren has this thing where she constantly has to have something that's being <laughs> renovated at all times. It's super cost effective and isn't a nightmare for, I don't know, someone who lives here. <laughs> it's really, it's going to be so cute, babe. It's going to be so cute. I'm we're never so going to make excited. any money. I know. We're really not. I'm yeah. We're never the, the engagement ring fund is just going to I saw someone comment the other day. I was like, there's too many ads. And I'm like that Stein off then. All right. We, we, we're broke. We need to pay for this damn thing. Yeah, I know. It really is. Uh, we don't even need to get into that. But um, anyways, let's talk. So about- Lauren's going to put a new set together. Yeah. Everyone's going to be super excited and especially me. And I'm going to be really good support about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've been fucking with the comment section lately. Uh-huh. And like, I, to be fair, it's, it's not even like a numbers game. The quality of the comments coming back are unparalleled. Hot In fact, fire. I'm going to go ahead and say a bold statement. <laughs> Our go. comment section is yeah. more lit than any other podcast in the world. Period. <gasps> oh, that's bold. Joe Rogan, call her daddy. Um, uh, Sophia with an F. Sophia. <laughs> All right. We got a better comment section than you guys. Maybe Yikes. the, maybe the content is not as entertaining. Maybe Yikes. we're not as, as eclectic and, and amazing. And beautiful. But our comment section, AKA the fans, the listeners, that thing bucks. Wow. He said it. Speaking of this week, <laughs> No, this is a hot topic. I want to hear about it. And okay. I, don't even, I don't even want to be that specific on it. Ghosting. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever ghosted somebody? Have you ever been ghosted? Is there ever a time where you um, think ghosting's okay? And for the person who is doing the ghosting, or sorry, the person who's receiving the ghosting, yeah, I want to hear what kept you from just moving the fuck on. Right. That's a lot of things, a lot but, of things. but to be fair, I want to hear about it because our comment section is fucking lit and I don't <laughs> use that word often. He really doesn't. Also, like he's so passionate about this that the chair is squeaking in movement. No, but I feel like I go to bed with our comments. Yeah. yeah. I'm always like, I feel like I'm like winding down. I'm like, yo, babe, did you hear this? Yeah. Like Sophia from Iowa says you're mean to me. And I'll always pick the ones that are obviously nice to me because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Here uh, no, we go. <laughs> for sure. I'm always like, hey, baby, did you see this? Uh, there are 500 comments that are nice for you, but this one right here is nice to me. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> he prints actually all those ones out and frames them. <laughs> um, Babe, have you ever ghosted anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Just so quick with it. Um, okay, walk me through it. Also, uh, so when you were single, um, what percent do you think of your dates? There's a lot of questions here. Which one do you want to ask? You know, I'm not sure. I've got a lot on my mind. I've got a lot of questions, got a lot of things. Cause I just like don't have enough dating experience that I feel like I've gotten even the opportunity to go someone had I wanted to. Um, so my ghosting experience is just not as um, well-versed as yours is. Say what you want to say. Um, what percentage of women that mm-hmm. you've dated uh, do you think that you've ghosted? 10. 10%. 10%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, knowing how many people you've dated, that's still kind of a lot, but- Okay, seven. 7%? Okay. Yeah, I feel better about five to seven. Okay, 
Okay. 10 feels like I'm rounded up a little bit. And what, you know what? Okay. I feel like from someone who, I, have I been ghosted before? I don't know if I have. Have I been ghosted? I can't imagine a world where anyone would ghost you. That's so nice, babe. That's so, ew, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. That's not, that's not for you. That's not for you. Um, maybe I haven't been ghosted, but I definitely- Everyone on this podcast now is like, shut the fuck up. I'm no, I'm just a Maybe serious, I haven't been ghosted. I'm just, I just a it's serial crazy. dater and right. yeah, I just find myself, cause I feel like when you have like a long single period, you'll definitely encounter it. Um, but not on like a ghosting front, but I definitely have encountered someone who is like, Oh, I want to be single. Like, yeah, it's like we can fuck around, but like, I just want to be single for this many days specifically. And stuff I can't like that. decide if you're trying to talk about like your old personality yourself or. No, it's not about me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is, no, this is like real life happened to me. Like I was, I was the receiver of. The recipient of. The recipient of the, I just want to be single, but we can fuck around language. Mm. And I feel like. I, um, as someone who did not have a Wild Till Nine-esque podcast growing up and listening, I feel like I handled it so poorly. <laughs> I handled it so poorly. Yeah, I like, mean, we are basically a sex, drugs, rock and roll communications class. Literally. Right. No, but like, I didn't have anyone to be like, yo, real talk, bitch, just like move on. Just move on. Just like go on to the next one. Like who That's cares? what they should have been covering in health class. Yes. Yo, in bitch, sex ed, on. yo, bitch, move on. Where was that? 101, yo, bitch, move on. You were too busy learning that if you had sex once without a condom, you'd have you all of the STDs yeah. and you will die. You literally die. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. And no one- And here's a moldy banana for you to put a condom on too. Literally. That you skipped I needed, that day. I needed ghosting that 101. That you skipped that day. Ghosting- That you skipped that day. Ghosting- That you skipped that day. Ghosting 101, yo, bitch, move the fuck on. All right, here's the deal. I need you to break out a dictionary definition of ghosting for those okay. in the back who either yeah. aren't paying attention yeah. or yeah, yeah, have yeah, yeah. equally not received such recipients. Okay. Recipients. Uh, welcome to class. Class is in session. Um, ghosting 101. When a person cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're, ooh, ghosting friends. Interesting. Mm. Hmm. Oh, I, I, you know what? That one I've, I'm worse about ghosting people that think that we're friends mm. than I am like one night stand relationship shit. Right. I feel like the expectations though in a friend relationship are um, like equally as important, but just like kind of a little bit different in a way. The dynamics are completely the different. Dynamic, yeah, and I've said this before, My, I, I'm very, very opinionated about the fact that like, I have a busy life. I have a right. life that is in different cities and countries usually for work. <laughs> I was going to say, how, we, how busy was your week this week? Right, babe? <laughs> yeah. For like, like my lifestyle is not conducive to like the same people that I grew up and played sports yeah. with and went totally. to school with. Like they're all on the other side of the country. Mm -hmm. When I see you, it'll be great. If I don't see you for another five years, I expect when we pick up again, yeah. it'll be great. It'll be great. I need to check in with you. Don't check in with me. Okay, so sorry, back to the definition. So when a person cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're dating with zero warning or notice beforehand, you'll mostly see them avoiding friends' phone calls, social media, and avoiding them in public. Well, you know what? Uh, thanks to the pandemic, you don't have to really avoid anyone in public anymore. It would be- Like uh, socially inappropriate right. to go up to someone. Right, can you imagine <laughs> if like, someone like just showed up at her house? Hey, hey. I figured I just bring over a casserole. Oh my God, no, we actually had a friend show up with masks like at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, Remember to right. drop something off? And we were like, whoa, whoa, take a step back, buddy. Get off the porch. 
Because <laughs> it was like at the beginning when obviously like people are still taking precautions and stuff. But at the very beginning when no one knew what the fuck was going on. And we were just like very paranoid about like every interaction ever. Um, anyways, anyways. Um, so, okay. I handled it poorly and it wasn't even ghosting. It was more just like being strung along and not a priority. You were being emotionally ghosted. I was being emotionally ghosted. That's a really good way to put it. And my ego, um, because again, I did not have, you know, the class of ghosting 101. I feel like my ego took such a, uh, um, a, I'm trying to think of like the video game term when you get shot really bad in like the war games, um, a cru- crucial hit. Plays um, Among Us once and now is like, <laughs> um, I'm just trying to like, I'm gonna get sniped from like midfield. There's no sniping in in um, Among Us. You're the imposter and you kill people, but it's not with guns, babe, you uncultured fuck. Okay, got it. <laughs> Next time I need a lesson, I'm gonna call someone who's less mean. But like when you get, um, um what's it called? Like the, the like a something hit, um, uh, I can't remember. Kill shot? No a kill shot no you're not dead yet you just get hurt and your screen starts flashing red. i don't you, you keep I don't looking know. at me i don't know neither of us play video it's games. like you just like screaming french in me like what i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know speak i don't know what the fuck what what did you say to vo no v- jui play oh tenny you want to play tennis i do want to play tennis i do want to play tennis only game i want to play anyway back to fucking ghosting sorry guys anyways so my god ego, we're so yeah, annoying oh my god we just like we need to rain it down 45 tangents there yeah um someone didn't take their adderall today and it was jeremy and it was one of us <laughs> it was me my ego i feel like just didn't know what to do and went into just like chaos chaos mode like I became, you have such a weird ego. Yeah, I know. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You have such a weird ego. It's so weird. Oh, you got the weirdest ego. It's, it's a weird ego. It's uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. And what? You're uncomfortable. Huh, also, everyone. No, no, no. Okay, so everyone, I feel like it's unanimous that you say uncomfortable really fucking weird. And it makes me uncomfy hearing how you <laughs> say it. You make it so, so like. Bah, 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 bah. Uncomfortable. I hate it. I literally hate it. Comfort, comfort, not comfortable. Okay, well, we're not like in the South. You, right, if you grew up in Southern Alabama, I would forgive you for saying uncomfortable. We have literally gone so far off of topic. Okay, let's rein it in, reining it back in. Like I said, I did not take my ADHD <laughs> medicine this I know, morning. I know, I'm just like so, I, I get swept away also in your stupid tangents and neither Stu- of us. No, it's a great tangent, baby, it's a great tangent. That was so rude and uncalled for. Anyways, my ego um, read into this as almost like a challenge. Okay. And like convinced my brain that, you know, I wasn't. Lauren puts a chip on her shoulder pretty quickly once she sees her ego has been bruised. A ch- what do you mean? Like ego is is tested uh-huh. and you just go ahead and put a platter and you put a chip on top of that on your shoulder and you're just waiting for somebody to knock it off while also being oddly competitive. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but- um, Just my opinion. I'll bring it up with my therapist next time we chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. I feel like the most common storyline is just not feeling adequate. And so whether that's like pretty enough or funny enough or smart enough or ambitious enough or whatever it might be, I feel like when someone makes it obvious that they don't have enough respect for you to communicate something, I feel like that's kind of the end result and and where your ego gets hurt. And when you're not able to come to a conclusion, and, and maybe this is just a me thing where like, I feel like I need to um, come away with that experience being like, oh, that didn't work out because of X, Y, or Z or something. When you're able to kind of be like conclusive about it, I feel like I go crazy being like, what did I do? Or what could I have done differently when it's not fucking about that? I, I think I said this earlier. I believe that ghosting is the antithesis of prioritization. Yeah, 100%. If you're being ghosted, yeah. you're not a priority. Absolutely. And it's not even like a, a, it's a negative thing, of course. Don't get me wrong. Like you are not a priority because they're prioritizing whatever it is that they're doing currently mm-hmm. over you and mm-hmm. the next thing and the next thing. And eventually I feel like people just build up enough debt of like not giving a fuck that they're just like, well, I'll just never say anything again. I think that ghosting is inherently negative and sad and bad and should be avoided at all costs. Right. But. Oh, here we go. But here comes the but. No. When people tell you, show you, share their intentions, Mm -hmm. believe them. Believe them. Meaning that if someone is not choosing to respond to you, Mm -hmm. you have two choices. You have the ability to get upset about the fact that they're not choosing to say hi, respond to you, whatever, mm-hmm. or you realize that they have not found a way in their vocabulary to deal with whatever it is that they are dealing with, problem right. or not, and move on. Bitch, move, oh no, what was it? Yo, yo, bitch, move on. Maybe just move on. Yo, bitch, move, I don't know who needs to hear this right now. If someone's not texting you back and not giving you the time of day just, just and just... ghosting you, yo, bitch, move on. Hey friend, consider um finding something else to focus on yeah anyway i wish someone had screamed that at me a few times would in you my have past. um lauren maybe if someone was that straightforward with me because i feel like my friends were always just like i remember i vividly remember sitting in a car with my best friend at the time and being like i don't know like do you think that like i should give him another chance like what do you think and she was like yeah bitch send it go for it like give it a shot like what do you have to lose and that was that was not the advice that i needed at that Wasn't time solid advice no wow. I, I needed no, bitch, move on, be smarter. Because I, I do think there are- I'll put that in my back pocket. Next time you say something that I think I disagree with, I'm just gonna say, no, bitch, move on, forget it. 
See how it goes. That could go one of two ways for you, for sure. Yeah, no, I can tell you which way it's going to yeah. go. <laughs> poorly. It's going to go poorly. No, but like friend to friend, I feel like I needed her to be like, you have dumb bitchitis right now and I need you to get your dumb bitchitis. We haven't established dumb bitchitis yet, babe. When? We established that in episode two or three. Yeah, that didn't exist. <sighs> I know, I know. Well, anyways, I had it and I had the dumb bitch goggles on and I could not see clearly. I needed her to give me a little smackaroonie and be like, yo, bitch, move on. Yo, I don't think you've ever wanted someone to smack you and say, bitch, move on. Like that is so aggressive and abrasive. I think about what that might have changed though in like, and obviously I don't want anything in my past to have changed because I'm happy with where I am right now and any little decision that nice could disclaimer. have shifted. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, but- I definitely could have saved myself some troubles had someone gave me a little smackaroonie. You know, uh, the reason that I started ghosting more when I went into my last single period. Ho phase? Eh, Ho phase. Exploratory phase. Um, Entanglement? Research and development. Mm -hmm. um, was because I was straightforward with two or three girls like in a row that resulted in that odd competitive, let me fix it, give me a chance. Oh God, that's me. And I was getting like way more negative. Like for example, um, had a nice date or two or three even, right? And mm -hmm. whatever happened and there's an invite to do something that from her that made me slightly uncomfortable. Okay. And, and I don't even know if it was because of what was going on or if, if like there was more meaning to it than I thought that she was like, whether it was like, oh, the activity, yeah. what I thought the activity represented, I didn't like it. I didn't okay. feel comfortable with it. I Which didn't want to do it. You, you're, right. you're, you know, you could have your own feelings. Right. And I basically said, you know what? I, I just want to be very clear. Um, I'm not looking for anything serious. This is fun. That being said, like, I'm not interested in doing X, Y, Z kind of thing. Mm. And it was met with, I thought we had a good time. Or, right. or did we not have a good time? Right. Or what did I say? What did I do wrong? Aww. And it was like, it's hard to just be like, it's not you, it's me, but also nothing, it, it's not you. So I don't care what you try and do and change. Yeah. It's me. But also too, like in your defense as well. And, and you know what? I, I, I do like need defense. Go ahead. Yeah. I, well, yeah. okay. I actually, I have both sides to this that okay. I'd like to share actually. <laughs> Great. Um, so in your defense, I think that like, so you had been newly single out of like a chaotic breakup of an engagement. Right. Which is like, that's fucking hardcore. And I don't think that you have to dive into that with every stranger that you go on a few dates with. I think that's way too personal and you don't owe that person that level of intimacy of just like the shit that you've been through. I will say though, that I don't think the girls who had bad reactions should set the precedent for all of the girls that come after that. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think there's two sides to that. And I think there's probably a happy medium and it's just that we stay together forever and you know, you just never have to ghost anyone again. Um, Can we cut? Let's go ahead and just cut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my God. Is this the podcast that has the modern fertility ad in it? I'm not sure. I think actually maybe it was last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I think, I think it's, it's tough because everyone has their own shit they're going through, whether it's related to whatever happened on the dates or if it's something totally separate, like your job is crazy and you're traveling a lot. Like you might've been in that time. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other factors to it. And I feel like there are so many people that are similar to me where as a fixer, I'm like, 
what did I do wrong? What can I do differently? Like, what can I do better for next time with the next person? Like, I'm always trying to take something away from it. And I'm sure there are constructive points to that. But at the same time, I needed someone to be like, yo, you know, babe, maybe you should have been like, yo, bitch, move on. When when you um, tried to say that you were uncomfortable and she didn't take it well. I should have texted her, yo, bitch, comma, move on. Yeah, maybe. 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 Maybe I, um, I think that it's important <laughs> to remember that people ghosting yeah. means really one of two things. One, it's, you don't you aren't good with rejection or you've got a ton of rejection in the past right. and it's something that you don't even want to deal with because you haven't dealt with the, the past rejection or it's the, the, the lust for control or the lust for trying to make something more than what it is. And it's like, they're being too, intimate to yeah. needy right off the bat. And like, I'm like leaning away and they it's, freak it's, out. Right. It's yeah. one of the two. For sure. No, I think, um, I mean, I have a few friends who like in past relationships, when things seem too stable, they'll start a fight because they feel the need to like regain control or feel like they have the upper hand. And I feel like it's the same thing when you're like in an entanglement or whatever. It's like, if you're the one to ghost or to leave or to control how often you talk and see each other, that person obviously has the most control and you know, it makes the other person do crazy shit, but it's just like, it's just such a toxic, a uh, toxic, just like situation, I guess. I mean, I think communication as a whole continues to shift from the pre cell phone days to cell phone days to people not knowing any other world besides cell phone days. Like the fact that we don't have to write people or yeah. call them yeah. or call the same line that like the parents and the grandparents all use at the same time. Like that opens oh, up a whole can of worms. My, I forgot like the fear of being on the phone talking to like a boy or a friend and my parents picking up on the other line to like call one of my grandparents or something. Ooh. Like the fact that- Kids these days- Kids these days will never have that will fear. never oh, know my God. what it was like. <laughs> That's so funny. Or get off the internet so we can call somebody. So we can call someone. Yeah. Oh my God. But dial up. Oh man. And wow. That's how you knew you had rich friends. When I used to go over to friends and they used to have an, their own line for internet and they had a line for phone. Right. That's That was rich, that's rich. rich, rich. Yeah. That Just so rich, that they could rich. like have like five kilobytes per second up and down. I remember um, I have a friend's little sister and uh, she would have been, this was, this was like around last year and she would have been like 16 or so. And I remember that she exclusively communicated with her friends via Snapchat. And mm. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what's happening? What's going on? And she like had trouble making eye contact to even have like a regular conversation. I have another friend, another Ooh. friend's little sister. And it's just so crazy how much, I would say Gen Z probably leans onto like social media and digital communication versus- Let me sit on up straight for this conversation. Oh, oh Jeremy's got things to say. I am, I think my biggest gift, me growing up, 98% of the time around people that were adults mm -hmm. and I was the only kid in the room. Yeah. I didn't have the, like the kids that have like brothers and sisters or are constantly with other kids or whatever. They have their communication style towards kids and then they don't know how to speak to adults. Right. And I think we saw a lot of that in our age group. There are mm -hmm. people that like got nervous speaking to adults or older people throughout 
junior high and high school, I never had that issue because I was constantly with like my mother or my grandmother who were with their friends of their age. Also, you know who those kids are? Those are the kids whose parents ordered for them at the restaurant and wouldn't force their kid to be like, um, hi, can I get the Dino Buddies with the sweet and sour sauce? Are you ordering what you had last week? Yes. Okay, got it. Yes. Um, because, got it. Um, agreed. And it is, I think, only going to become worse and worse and worse. And people are going to get even, I mean, that's the biggest like common denominator, I feel like, with phenomenal YouTubers as well. Mm-hmm. I meet them in person and I'm like, whoa you have such a gift to speak to so many people on the right, internet right, right, and right. you can't have a normal conversation with me without me and like my EQ brain going, is there something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, even when we met, um, when we met, I feel like even our communication styles were still on like totally different planets because you talk to people on the phone for a living and I talk to people on the internet and like also face-to-face like in day-to-day life. And I feel like growing up as an only child, um, going back to what you said, is like it it puts you in a lot of positions where um, you have to know how to speak to adults and make conversation. And so I feel like I wasn't underdeveloped in that way, but because you work amongst like 45 year old salespeople. I feel like your communication skills were that of a 45 year old salesperson. And so when Jeremy Somehow and I- Somehow find a way to make this feel negative. No, hmm. no, no, I'm just, I'm just setting up. I, I definitely had communication skills of like a 20 year old, I feel like when we met. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, when Jeremy and I uh, scheduled our first date- Key he, scheduled, key scheduled. Ske- yeah. We confirmed. Yeah scheduled. So when we scheduled our first date via text, um, he called me the day of, and I feel like for some reason, uh, like phone calls freak me the fuck out. And I've spent so much time on the phone. So I don't know what it is. And maybe just because like times have changed and like, usually it's a FaceTime. Is there a when she's prefacing this? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, I have shared this story with a lot of my friends when everyone has kind of sided with me, probably because we have, no, no, because we have matching communication styles. We have matching, and so anyways, Jeremy calls um, in the middle of the day to, you know, politely confirm the date for tonight. But I see his name pop up on the phone and like, we haven't, we haven't talked on the phone at all. And I start panicking. I'm we like, have talked on the phone before. We had done work before. Well, yeah. Okay. Like we two years ago, person. two years ago and like a totally different dynamic though. And so you had called me and I literally, I shut down. I stared at my phone for like 10 seconds being like, holy fuck, do I answer this? What do I do? What do I do? What? I start sweating. My palms are sweating. I'm so uncomfortable. And I don't, my assistant and I are sitting there being like, oh my God, oh my God, is he calling you? Why is he calling you? What, why would he be calling you right now? And so I pick up, I'm like, hello. <laughs> and Jeremy just like so politely is like, Hey, I just like want to make sure you're still good for tonight and I'll see you at a uh, seven at the restaurant or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> and I hung up the phone and genuinely I, I look back at that moment and I'm like, that was really smooth of me. <laughs> and you know, just because I even know the story and we got to the end of it and I'm still confused and curious, what was what was the problem? I don't, there was no problem. It just came out of the blue. And I'm someone who will FaceTime people with no warning, but for some reason, the phone call feels scarier. I don't know what it is. Like even a phone call on speakerphone is less scary than a phone call on regular. And I don't know what that says about me. I, it's my biggest pet peeve of Lauren. She walks around the house on <laughs> FaceTime or on speakerphone. And it's like, 
Ma'am, there is a fucking speaker on the top of that thing that was built so it just went into your ear and you didn't have to fill you know the what home it is? with sound. Is that I put makeup all over my phone and then I have less makeup on and then there's orange on my phone and it's just like, I feel like it breaks me out, honestly. The face that Jeremy's giving me right now, you'll never understand. You have perfect skin and you wash your face with the same fucking towel that you wipe your balls with. Why did it have to be an attack? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you're shitting on me for not using headphones. <laughs> and my AirPods are always dead. I, it's a me thing. I know it really is. It, it's really Here, a me did thing. Did everyone hear that? Her Air, AirPods are always dead. Yeah. It's not that she hadn't charged her AirPods. Her AirPods are always dead. Two sides to look at that conversation. You can choose however you'd like to judge her for that. I don't know why that. you're coming at me like this. Anyway, my point like is this. communication is something that if there's one thing I look back on as a kid, mm-hmm. I excelled in... Pretty much every form of it. I liked. Okay, ego. What's up? Oh, miss me with the math, science, foreign languages, and everything else. Like when it comes to speaking American. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, but like, I mean, I, w- I was pitiful to the languages, like terrible. Like okay. I, I don't know if it's possible for me to learn Spanish or French. Okay. I just am too stupid in that department. Okay. But when it comes to written communication, both of them are creative. I, I actually used to like love doing like creative storytelling. I loved writing essays that were creative and even fantasy. I liked telling stories, whether it's with my mouth or whether it was with a pen. I know, crazy. I've never even what? told you that. Yeah, I I've, I literally used to win awards for writing like creative fantasy stories. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I know, I that, that I have never told. Actually, not only that, I won, oh shit. I even wore, won some like, essay award at like my first college I went to and I wasn't even in the writing program for what some essay I had written in like an English class was like submitted by the professor and it ended up winning yeah I'll have to like dig that up who sucked all of your happiness and creativity from you in the last eight years did I tell you that I was engaged (laughs) 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 oh shit Okay, no, I'd die before we got to her. Anyway, uh, I don't know. But the, the whole point is I've always felt good and strong about like communicating. I mean, yeah, I make Jeremy write. any Anytime I have like a scary email that I have to write someone, I make Jeremy write it for me or my mom because both of you guys are very strong writers. Um, and, and all the ads that don't sound like a straightforward read, I wrote them. Yeah, well, that's when you want to write an ad. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah, I would say I'm an above average writer, but you and my mom and your mom, actually, uh, Jeremy's mom was a stenographer. Yeah, but my mom is so in the issue with my mom is that she's so fucking good at grammar and yeah. knows the rules. She, she won't break them. Oh, literally texting your mom, even texting her. I've never been so like, it's like texting Siri before they put the casual filter on. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I, um, I sent your mom cupcakes for her birthday and just like the reply that I got back the grammar and the paragraph. Oh, it was beautifully, beautifully written. Also beautifully written. Lauren loves to throw her mind into somersaults. If I use correct grammar, she'll think that I'm mad. Okay. But that's a, that's a thing. That's a common thing. Again, you have the communication skills of a 45 year old man. You're acting like you're 17. Okay. You're acting like you're 45. (laughs) I stand by, okay. 
literally if someone hits you with an lol period i'm like oh shit is about to hit the fan they're mad what did i do and i start replaying all the interactions that we've had where i could have possibly pissed them off because i'm like they're obviously mad no one in their right mind would do that unless they're mad but you know what i i once okay but also you have the fucking subject line on on your text and you used to text me with that sometimes and i'm like I'm I'm dating a 55-year-old man. You know me and me. <laughs> it's cute, babe. It's endearing. <laughs> it's endearing. <laughs> anyway, using grammar does not... Okay, here, I will say this. Communication, if you are at least aware of the person you're speaking to, right. whether it's a friend or a relationship, communication only works if you're speaking in the language that someone wants to listen. So therefore, I do think that there is a world where you need to be adapting the way that you are approaching conversations. Definitely. With friends, relationships, family. 100%. Um, I have two separate thoughts. Uh, First one is that I've been in a relationship where the communication was so bad that they literally needed like a 24 to 48 hour like business day period to um, respond back. And now you're the one that takes forever to respond. No, not at all. Don't think so. You want beef? You want beef on the pod, babe? All right, ready? Let's go. Court is in session. Every time we get an upset and we get an argument or something, and uh-huh. I'm always like, all right, let's talk about it. And then we get to the end of the conversation, and I go, okay, what else? And you're like, that's it? I go, no, what else? That's it. Like, huh? Lauren gets um, emotional hangover, and it clouds the next like eight hours or so every time she gets mad at me, which is often because I'm infuriating. And infuriating. I am infuriated. I, I will fully admit, but I'm really good at getting over things. Lauren is not. Yeah. And so my mom, I actually saw a meme the other day that it was like, my mom never says sorry. She just starts being nice to me again. And my mom was someone who would apologize if she did something wrong, but right. she could just like snap her fingers and be back in a happy mood. And I'm totally. like, um, no ma'am. I still have five more hours of being sulky. Talk to me then. You know what? You're right. You're the, you're the mature one here. <laughs> no, I don't even think it's a maturity thing. It's just like, I don't have the emotional uh, ability to like snap out of it like that. I don't know. I just need to like process my emotions and like walk through it a few times in my head, I guess, to like take in what you said, what I said, where we landed on it. I don't know. I feel like there's two sides to it. So yeah, this one guy needed like one to two business days to respond. Um, and I don't know if it was just like the speed at which brain processes words or needed to think before they speak. Cause I also can respect that as well. Like if you want to make sure that you're not saying something that you don't mean and just like hurling, insulting, mean things at the other person. Like I get that. And I think this was um, me demonstrating the ability to adapt my communication style. It made me furious, but I was like, okay, if this is how it needs to be, like I can, I can do this. I can do this. I was only able to do it for so long. Obviously like it, it, I think, um, like spread itself into other problems as well, not be able to communicate, but I would have to write out, um, just like paragraphs of how I was feeling or like text or whatever and send it. And honestly, I would feel fine after I sent it. I'd be like, okay, well, balls in your court now. Like it's off my chest. Like if you need two days to process this, I'll talk to you in two days. But I just feel like I didn't have any other options. You know what I mean? Like if they couldn't meet me in a face-to-face conversation and, you know, they needed that and like, what were my other options? Mm-hmm. No? The, the problem with what you're saying is it sounds like you needed something to get something off your chest. And once you set it, they can deal with it or hear it however they want. You've set it. And that feels more like a one-way conversation as opposed to a discussion. 
I mean, I wanted it to be a discussion. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, like that was the goal is that, but just, I feel like when you have to go back and forth with two days in between responses, it's hard for it to be a discussion. Totally, totally. I used to do, I think I, because I used to have more of a temper, I feel like as a kid, I don't have as much, a, I don't struggle with having a temper very much unless I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> like things don't like get under my skin for the most part, like in a personal, I feel like professionally, I'm more like what the fuck than I am like personally. Uh-huh. And I used to take a beat more. Like someone would say something would offend me. Right. And like my, I don't know if it was therapy or whatever. I would literally just go, that comment need, I now need to take a moment after what you just said. But I realized I was starting to use that almost as like a, an, a, attack. an attack mode. Yeah. And if you say that to someone enough times, you're like, you know what, that comment, I need to take a moment. They're like, oh, fuck, just fucking talk to me. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. eventually yeah. they're just like, you know Gets what? Old. Gets yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like I don't like, take a, a beat probably as much as I maybe should at this point, but we don't argue almost ever. Yeah. I would say rarely. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Unless one of us is hangry. Honestly, the, the hanger brings out the worst in both of us. Oh my God. I mean. You're just always right, and I'm close second, so. And that's why things work. <laughs> Do you think you communicate closer to your mom or your dad? Oh, my mom, for sure. Why? For sure. Um, we both have similar trains of thought, which I feel like both lead us to similar, um, just like thoughts, feelings, and opinions. My dad is much more like go with the flow. Like he very rarely uh, speaks out about something unless he like has a very, very strong, passionate opinion about something. But he's very non-confrontational, go with the flow, um, doesn't like to cause conflict. Um, And I would say that like when I feel something, I feel something. And I feel like my mom and I are the same way. I got to be honest, the way you described it, you sound a lot more like your dad than your mom. You think? You're not out to cause controversy to cause controversy. No. Do you only express your opinion, especially if it's one that's going to rub someone potentially the wrong way if you really believe it that way? That's true. And that sounds a lot more like your dad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In fact, your mom is more inquisitive and curious about things that she has no domain knowledge in. And you're not interested in things you don't have a domain knowledge in. You are much more reactive. Yeah, but you don't, your mom is more like asking questions about things that she has little to no understanding because she's very curious about things. Uh-huh. That's not something that I think that I, I see you do as often. I actually, I'm going to go and say that you're very, I think you're potentially 55, 45 closer to your dad. Mm, I would take that. I don't know. When you put me in the middle of my parents, I am exactly half of both of them. It's like wild. A hundred percent. If you were to make a birth chart or some shit, like all of their characteristics and attributes and personality traits, I am exactly 50, 50 of each. I think them. you get the best of both worlds though. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, except for my dad has green eyes, which I would have loved. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. That would be yeah. so exotic. But now you have beautiful brown eyes. Beautiful brown eyes. Just like 90% of the world. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is because I, if there's one thing where I feel like nature and nurture are so incredibly, uh, show their cards, mm-hmm. is that like, there are certain similarities between my mother and I that are definitely there, right? Oh, yeah. And it's not said that like, it's like undeniable, but like there's certain things that are very much like, okay, absolutely. But the way that we address them and the way that we communicate them in some capacities couldn't be more different. Totally. And like being adopted, like, and like just hearing stories about like what my birth parents or grandparents were like, mm-hmm. I like, and maybe I've, I've, I've manufactured this in my head, but there's a world where I've like, I definitely think I latch onto things that I have never had any personal experience with, but I right. feel so strongly within me when I'm communicating about something I'm passionate about. 
Also, too, I think like in your job, because it relies so heavily on communication, when you see something- It's all communication. When you see something that works, I would gravitate towards that, too. Like, I feel like that's impossible to not- you know, move towards. I mean, I, my job is entirely communication and momentum. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, also too, it's, you have to have a high EQ to know how to, like if you're selling the same product to five different people, you're going to deliver that in five different ways. Absolutely. Have you ever been to couples therapy? Yes. Um, usually in the 11th hour, the hour of darkness, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, yeah. the point yeah. of no return. <laughs> yeah. I've never like, we've, I've never been with anyone where I'm like, times are good. Let's go see a therapist. Yeah. Like we probably should go to a therapist. I think that would honestly cause problems if we went to a therapist a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like what's your, what's your take on it? Like, how do you feel about couples therapy? Couples therapy? I, and maybe it's, I'm like oddly biased. Cause I feel like I've left all of my couples therapy sessions going like, I fucking crushed that. I killed that thing. That was great. <laughs> she was on my side the whole time. She sees how crazy this chick is. A hundred percent. But like, I've also had therapists like at the, like, yeah, can I go to the bathroom for sure? And like, while she's gone, they're like, you need to leave. This is not healthy for you. And I'm like, I know I should leave. And then of course I stayed. Which makes sense. Right. Of course. Which makes sense. Which, yeah. You know, logically. As one would. As one does. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 When they're paying $500 an hour to tell someone their opinions. So that was mid relationship or at the end? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. There was one at the mid and then there was one at the end. Okay. I yeah. see. I see. And so do you feel like you came out of it better in the mid, the midpoint? Uh, well, the relationship stuck around for another year and a half or so. So yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I think that, I think that therapy in general, um, is something that's so much more popular now and is just What's more accessible, more accessible and also destigmatized. I feel like, like our parents generation, um, starting to be starting to be starting to be for sure. Long way to go. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, long way to go, but I feel like now you don't hear like, like I, I feel, I feel like now I truly believe that like every hour of therapy that you do, you will come out in, in a little bit better, a little bit improved, whether it's like you learned one tiny thing. It's like, I don't think therapy is going to do any harm in any way. And and that's more on the individual side, I would say, but I've done couples therapy before and I kind of feel the same way. Honestly, I went in there and I was like, yo, I fucking, that was, she was on my side the entire time. And just for the audio listeners who can't see her face, that's not healthy. Neither of us are yeah, condoning no, that. No. Like, <laughs> I'm smiling thinking about it, but like, that's not. That's absolutely not how you should be feeling when you're in therapy. You, no one wins when someone wins in couple therapy. Right, right, yeah. right. And Everyone if you loses. feel that way, you should probably leave that relationship. Bitch, move on. Yo, bitch, leave. <laughs> <laughs> and um, similar to your experience, she also told me to leave. Right. Yeah. And, I, and you know, it kind of surprised me because I was like, can they do that? Right. Yeah, like, are you supposed to do that? But you know what? I feel like they're they're there to like mediate, of course. Yeah. And you're paying you're paying because I remember one time like I went to a couples therapist after I broken up with my ex. Yeah. And he was like, Do you want to get back with her? I was like, No, I don't. He's like, But do you? I was like, No. And he's like, I can get her back for you. I can help. We we can get this. And I was Whoa, like, and it was very much really? like Yeah, and but this dude was very much more like a life coach as well. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was there to collect my overly probably 
paying health insurance to like pay him for whatever. I see. But to a degree, it was very much like, what do you want? Right, right, I'll right. help you get there. And also like, uh, he he fired me eventually. He was like, yo, I've, I've brought you to a place. You're good. Right. If you want if you want more maintenance, that's somebody else. I'm here to get you huh, to where you want to be. Interesting, like to pull you out of whatever right. you're in and put you back right. on like neutral ground. Because he would even go through like, what was your checklist at work? How much did you get done? Were you efficient? Mm. Were you like, like, and he was the one that told me to go on, go forth and coitus. Go forth and, and hoe. Go forth and hoe. Go forth and hoe. Well, but that's what you needed. That's what you needed at that time. And yeah. so honestly, like, I feel like a life coach like that, that's like, that's totally. pretty great. Honestly. I, honestly, I think that I should get a life coach now. Yeah. I, the, the, a good time to get a life coach is things are like going well. Oh, and I know. It's, but I've, it's crazy to me when you think about like professional help, right? Mm-hmm. When you like, if you need professional help because you're in a bad place, oh, that's bad. Right. But if you need, if you're, if you were to hire help because things are good, that's good. No, it's always good. It's help always is good. always yeah. good. Help you paying for good. help is a good thing. Yep good or bad, it's helping you get to the next level, mm-hmm. no matter where you're starting. I totally agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I would say, um, I think in couples therapy, it can be very successful if you go into it both with the same intentions and, you know, and, and that's the problem I think is why couples therapy has such a bad rap because I'm sure so many people like us went into couples therapy wanting to be proven right. And that is <laughs> not the fucking answer. Stupid. <laughs> I know, idiot. Stupid. Idiot. No, but like couples therapy, but also like couples therapy along with every type of therapy. Yeah. If you go to the doctor and they prescribe you medicine and you don't take the medicine, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. If you go to the doctor and you aren't willing to take the medicine, which is, you know, internal and in, in the sense of like what they're telling you and the tasks and the way you get your mind right. If you're not doing it, if you're not taking that, it's not going to work. Totally. I think so many people are just like, well, I'll try it. I don't think it's going to work. It was not going to work then. Yeah. Right. It's not going to fucking work. believe that it's going to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, do I believe in hypnosis? Not really, but if I really sat around and like devoted my life to being hypnotized, I probably could be hypnotized. Totally. Like you have to set your mind to it. Well, go forth and hoe. Um, us as your Wild Till Nine life coaches have given you the green light to go forth and hoe. You know what is crazy though? Mm-hmm. Actually, take that back. It's about to be cuffing and cuddling yeah, season. Yeah, it is cuffing season. You're so right. Yeah. You are so Nobody right. Nobody likes that person who doesn't get cuffing season. Yeah. Ooh, feelings are about to be hurt because people are about to be ghosted. Yeah, oh God, I know. Um, there's um, a saying in Canada uh, called the turkey dump. And- You know what, that, that one is uh, definitely Canadian. Is it just I've Canadian? Not, I've not heard, heard of that, that one. one? Yeah. yeah, so it's called the turkey dump. And so Canadian Thanksgiving is earlier than America's. It's in October. And so we, we've already had our Canadian Thanksgiving. And what were they celebrating? So anyway, so the turkey dump, um, basically it's like all the summer flings that started hooking up in the summer. They try and keep the relationship going while you're in college. Uh-huh. And it's usually like if someone stays in the hometown and one person goes off to college uh, or classic case. vice versa. And they keep it going until they come home back to the hometown for Thanksgiving and do the turkey dump. I love that. Yeah. Everyone should do the, tur- the turkey dump. Or at least take an inventory of whether they should be doing the turkey dump. Or should they be doing the turkey dump? The amount of parents who wish that their kids would do the turkey dump, I'm sure are out of this world. Oh yeah, I'm sure. The amount of loser fucking boyfriends sitting with one (laughs) hand in their fucking parents' basement just sitting there playing Halo 4. And sailing out of community college while the girlfriends is like thriving off, at college, getting yeah. like pre-med, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, going home at 7.30 every night because my boyfriend and I talk on the phone. Like, yeah. God, no, dump his ass. Move on. Yo, bitch, leave. Yo, bitch, leave. Yo, bitch, leave and do the turkey dump. Yeah. Also, for our Americans. Sorry, guys. You can still do the turkey dump because when's, when's American Thanksgiving? 
this uh, month, right? November? The third or fourth Thursday in November. I have no idea. I think it's super late this year. Right. Okay. My boss keeps telling me that. He's like, if you don't close deals now, you're not going to close any deals. <laughs> Dave does not sound like that. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> he sounds like a nice Jersey man. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you still have time to do the turkey dump if you're interested in doing the turkey dump. Oh my God, to go back to ghosting real quick. I forgot to tell you this. I don't think I've told you this story before. And it, it's it's not very riveting. So like set set the bar low. So I'm this. a creative writer yeah. and you're going to talk about. Yeah, I literally can't believe that. That's so random. That's like like top three most random things you've ever told me about yourself. Did anyways, I, okay. anyways, so I on, I don't remember. I think it might've been Hinge on, swiped right and matched with this dude who was really cute. But in his photos, he had a whole- What's his name? <clears throat> I have no idea. I, I ghosted him. Um, I, he oh. had, he had six photos and, or five or six. And there was a whole range of facial hair. And there was like clean shaven, <laughs> there was stubble, there was full beard, and there was like mountain man. And I like made a joke about like how, like his facial hair was so different in all the photos. So like, where are you at now? Mm-hmm. and he sent back full mountain man and i we actually oh my god we had actually set a time you did not hang on hang on hang on and so we'd actually set a time to potentially get coffee in like a few days forward and what's with you in these breakfast dates and these lunch dates i don't know babe i don't know even over this i'm a rookie dater you i don't get know coffee anything with I know. your great aunt petunia i don't know i don't know you don't get coffee I when know. you're trying to get Anyway. Well, anyway, if, uh, fast forward, didn't get caught with him because I ghosted him. But so he sent back a photo and it was like full beard. And not only did he not really look like his photos, but like just it was the scraggliest mountain man. Like not he in, a, not in like a hot that, lumberjack way. No, well, he thought when you were asking that you were into the facial hair. Yeah. Spoiler alert, wasn't. Didn't right. respond and just never followed up about the date. And I, yeah, I, I it's not a moment that I'm proud of. I'm not going to lie. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is, if I ever, if someone was like, you oh my God, what? and you send a picture of yourself, like a, like a, yeah. an intimate one and just straight ghost. Oh, no, no. I, I responded. Fuck. I responded to that photo. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, he sent me the photo and like I unmatched us. Like it wasn't that harsh. I just, um, I responded something like half ass nice. And then, and then, um, when he followed up about the date, I, I ghosted. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I cool. could, I could have handled the situation better. Yeah, imagine on hand if you could just thumbs up the uh, the photo. Probably just, can now. Yeah, you probably can now. But just thumbs Ooh. up the photo. So anyway, on that note, bitch, move on. Um, yo, bitch, leave. Wow, that's fucked. <laughs> that's so fucked. Uh, I'm sure he's living a, a very happy life now. I'm sure he's doing great. Babe, what if that was the difference? What if you'd met him and he was actually Mr. Right? Well, I'll never know, babe, because you're Mr. Right. That was so good. You're welcome. That was so quick. I learned you from never even You never even broke eye contact. Yeah, I know. That's right, how I know you're right being, here. I've, right here. My influence right I there. Know. I know. You're turning me into a sociopath. St- Whoa! Stop, drop, roll, rate the pod. <laughs> uh, this has been Fofia. Sophia with an F. Fofia. A- am I Sophia? Sure. Or am I Dave Portnoy? It's You'll be Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy is not, not on that podcast. Oh, I'm Suit Guy. I don't even fucking Suit Guy. No, it's guy. not Suit Guy. It's Milf Hunter. Get the fucking program. What? You can be, say, I'm Sophia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Milf Hunter. Where the fuck is Milf Hunter? Ugh, you're so late. You got to listen to the episodes. Okay, anyways, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, this has been uh, Sophia with an F. I'm Milf Hunter, and we will see you next week.
Bye! <laughs>